You're listening to Virgin Control, Pounding Rings Digital News Show. We didn't get enough talk of the iPhone 7 last week or its new operating system or its new features, so we're doing more iPhone 7 stuff today. But we're going to ask the big question. Are we losing the ability to use words because of the new iOS? Well, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Are 10-year-olds? Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. I spammed you with stickers before we got this. So, spoiler alert, we're talking about stickers. And we're also going to have our digital picks. But joining us, writer, filmmaker, Nick Hewen. Welcome. Thank you, Jackson. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you. And we also are joined, again, thankfully, with our resident sticker aficionado and our associate creative director, Scott Liu. Hello. I love me some stickers. <laughs> Who doesn't love stickers? They're all over his bicycle. Oh, man. The, the soft Skateboard. ones. The ones that you can scratch and sniff. Yeah. I love those stickers. I man. love scratch and sniff stickers. Are those still a thing? I hope so. That's what we're talking about, right? Because that's what I was reading about all day in preparation for this. <laughs> scratch and sniff. We're doing a completely non-digital cast about old-timey stickers that you used to put on your trapper keeper. This, this is a good segue, though, into talking about what exactly stickers are that we're referring to. Thank you, as always, for keeping us on track, Nick. Uh, So now that we're all on the iOS 10, presumably, I wrote this in my notes, except you, Nick. You're not on iOS 10 yet. (laughs) I keep hitting, you know, later. Later. (laughs) (laughs) I will get to it. So noncommittal. So so Scott and I are on iOS 10. I, um, since our last uh, recording, have my shiny new iPhone 7, so I didn't even have to upgrade my stupid iPhone 6. Um, still awesome, Scott. Thanks. So because Scott is buying your old phone. You have to... <laughs> not, for Potentially. Himself, not for himself, though. So I'm, being, I'm being a nice guy. Yeah. We have a, a deal in the, in the hopper here. It's, I've been privy to it. It's been interesting to see the bargaining go down. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's basically worthless. <laughs> uh, so back to your question, Nick, which was yeah. what? why are we talking about stickers? What does that have to do with the iPhone 7 and iOS 10? Well, great questions. So I think we're the perfect panel of three creative writer people to talk about these new features of the iMessage system in um, iOS 10, which they ramped up their um, emoji game to like a thousand um, by adding a delightful, charming new thing that everyone's adding from Twitter to other things, is stickers. Which, to the initial question is, I don't know why we called them stickers, because they're just bigger emojis and pieces to, like, infiltrate your communication, so... But I think what it is, like, what, what's kind of interesting about it now is that they're, they're being kind of marketed as enhancements to conversations where you can... You can answer somebody, and then you know it'll animate a little sticker. And we can, we'll get into that a little bit later. But they're they're branded at these points, and they're you know they're costing people money. There's a sticker store there in, is. in the uh, in the app store now. So you're on your phone. You want to send some clever little stickers to your friends. I'm sure Nick's going to get on board with this. Is what's going to prompt him to download the new mm-hmm. iOS. So let's talk about the free stickers. So. Your usual suspects from day one in the Canadian app store are in there. McDonald's, you've got your, like, I'm loving it stickers. You're, like, 
little Chicken McNugget stickers, you're like Big Mac, you can send those to friends. Genius, obviously. Of course. Um, totally genius. So not only there, you know, in addition to the McDonald's stickers, there's, you know, Mario Run stickers, super cute, timely. There's like, you know, because a lot of us at, at uh, Pounding Grain Toronto are all glass wearing. There's Warby Parker stickers. CFL, client shout-out alert, had a sticker pack day one, super awesome, good work, uh, guys. BuzzFeed, your Timmys, you got your Tim Hortons, you can send a little double-double your way if you're into that terrible coffee. Oh, that, that, that came across really harsh. <laughs> They're never going to sponsor us or hire us no, now. I, um, CBC, you can send your Peter's Mansbridge sticker to all your friends. I wonder like if grandma a, is just dying. For <laughs> I, wonder if I wonder if there's like a snooze sticker. <laughs> WestJet, you know, for your cross-country uh, flights. Uh, so straight can, away, what I find interesting here is how brands infiltrate without the average person even noticing. Because I, I can see the, that, that type of thing happening where somebody will be like, let's go to McDonald's, just send that sticker. Yeah, 100%. Just no. And McDonald's, as a brand, just snuck on in there, just... Under the radar. Yep. But I think they're actually advertising it as a way to communicate about their brand between people without actually saying it. Like they if are. I just, if I just like sent you a message with some fries. But it's the, if that's the same thing as um, you know like creating T-shirts that say McDonald's and then you're essentially a walking billboard, but mm-hmm. you like it because it's a it's a cool shirt. The the same thing has happened where a brand is infiltrated. You know this. Um, this medium and the average consumer doesn't even think about using it. They want to use it. And, to, and basically they're just being the middleman. They're, they're creating the advertising themselves without even knowing that they're doing it. All fine, good marketing, clever, good for free stickers. It's genius. But let's talk about the paid stickers. <laughs> paid stickers. <laughs> yeah. So not not only is there free stickers, instantly there are sticker packs for some of your favorite brands. Star Wars, Disney, mm-hmm. Marvel, the beloved Toronto Blue Jays. Now let me tell you about what a sticker pack's gonna run you, Nick. And this is where I hold on hold on to your hat. You're not even wearing a hat. It's already off. <laughs> Star Wars sticker pack, two ninety nine. Disney, two ninety nine. Marvel, two bargain ninety nine cents. You got it, man. Okay. Just for some digital stickers to send in your chat messages. So sure, charging you, but to take it all the way back to in the beginning, like. If you were to walk down to, like, say, Michael's and buy a pack of real stickers, that's setting you back, like, five bucks. But if you just throw Star Wars, three bucks, you can have those stickers forever. <laughs> so I'm yeah, glad that we've got... That, we've that's got, true. We've that got is, multiple camps That's, going that's on true, here. but as the analogy goes, it, it would also be, like, right beside Michael's, you have, like, a swimming pool sized crevice filled with free stickers. Yes. So why would you walk into Michael's and, and buy some? Well, I think the analogy would be like the free stickers at Michael's would be the ones that you don't want and the paid stickers are the relevant ones you do want. Like you're, you want to send that Iron Man sticker to your friends. You're not going to get that unpaid. Although I think it's crazy that like a property like Marvel doesn't want you to just communicate with their stickers. My money is safe where it is. None of it's going to go to paid stickers. I'm just saying that. I'm putting it out there. 
Uh, I got to ask both of you guys. I'm throwing it to uh, Scott first. Are you going to buy any stickers? I'm not going to buy any stickers because I'm still, I'm trying to be the voice of reason here, but I'm still of the mindset that I still like to actually type and write words. And I, what an old fashioned guy. I, I know, <laughs> like, you, know. you old fart. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I'm still not there yet. I mean, I'm still, I, my, my Giphy game is, is getting up there. I'm still in like single a for single. that. Um, but you know, in a few years I want to get up to the, to the double and triple A's and I don't think I'll ever have like a pro Giphy game, yeah. but I think from uh, just the way that I grew up and, you know, I, I grew up on instant messaging, being like ICQ and MIRC and MSN Messenger and a GIF and sending a, an emoji was that blew your mind. So I feel like the the world is just sprinting for me at this point, and I I'm going to take a moment. I I have th- three comments. Usually What's, I say I have t- two things, but I'm going to break it down. One worst paid stickers I saw in the App Store were the ones for totally not by the TTC, that's the transit here in Toronto, but for like all the stops on the TTC, t- they look terrible. I don't even mind ha- come by the office and defend your work. Totally cool with that, but they look awful and you're trying to charge $1.39 for it. I got that off my chest. Who is going to pay for that? Is that Exactly. Just be like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a young and dumb ass. Boop. Or is it, yeah, or is it like, you know, Finch Station, represent? <laughs> they're, no, they're just like, literally just like the stop name. Like not even, uh, there's some great typography in those subway stations yeah. and stuff. None of evidence in this sticker pack, which seemed unsanctioned. S- second point. I just liked the fact that the verge kind of called it out and had a, a little article uh, with the headline, Apple turned iMessage into an MSN messenger nightmare. Because be- right before we started recording, I, I just bombarded Nick with stickers <laughs> just to prep him. <laughs> My phone was blown And they're, gi- <laughs> they're gigantic. They look, ridi- they look ridiculous. I don't even understand. Like it, It's too much. Yeah, it's just like a big old logo. Just like... But it's not even that. I think it's just like when you're when you open up your messaging system, you're expecting to see, hey, like a word or something like that. But instead, you're bombarded with a McDonald's logo and a giant Tim Hortons cup and 16 characters from Frozen. And to me, if somebody sent that to me, I would completely lose track of the conversation. Okay, so are you are you anti emoji in that case? Uh, no, not yet. Still onto it. But I think it's just the, like Jackson was saying. I think it's the size of them. Right, it's the size of these stickers that they're are so big. They're that unwieldy. It takes some getting to used to. The first one I got was from Graham, our our other creative director in the Vancouver office. Uh, he sent me one that I'm pretty sure is from the Wiener sticker pack, which was 99 cents. So I know he's already given them a buck. They are pretty awesome animated, like hot dog, uh, <laughs> like Oscar uh, Mayer Wiener. No, it's just unbranded. It's oh. just like. Someone was just like, I want to make stickers. Here's my wiener sticker pack. Boom, 99 cents. So I think like the game is it's probably a short timeline. Maybe not as short as uh, the Pokemon craze, which we covered uh, two casts ago. But like, what if there is this little tiny window of like a boom of sticker making that we could get into? You know what I see here? <laughs> I just see that... The harbinger of, of doom. 
for for fun for for emoji fun. This is the 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 beginning of the end. The beginning of the end in terms of it being free. This all of a sudden this fun is being monetized, mm-hmm. and I don't love it. Well, what Snapchat about, has it going the right way, right? Yeah, so they're all, all their they're all free. free. But but here the, I, I find there's like a premiumness to these. What if it? What if there's also another business model here? Just probably still not up Nick's alley. But what if like like you're like Apple Music, you're like nine ninety nine a month. What if like you know for like a buck ninety nine a month you got unlimited stickers? It's like a sticker subscription. Yes, and then you got all the new ones. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like that old Columbia House CD. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be into that, man. Yeah. I think they're still after me for that. <laughs> I did the videos. Columbia House. If you haven't experienced Columbia House because you're too young for that, Google it. It's amazing. I think they still exist. How could they still exist? I don't know. It they can't be to. the old way that they used to do it. Though. No, it must be some sort of online thing. But you don't you don't think there's a market for uh 25 bucks a year to like get all the new emojis and stickers that you can possibly want. Not, not well, something like Giphy does exist right now for free. And, you know, there is still a plethora of free emojis. Um, I guess when it comes to the point where the, the emojis that are currently available for free are so tired, <laughs> so played out <laughs> that, um, you're just not cool amongst your, your friends. Yeah. You can only send so many peaches. Right. Dancing peach stickers are amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, again, I'm not looking forward to the time where apparently, to, you know, to keep up and look cool with my emoji game and or sticker game, I'm going to have to shell out for it. Well, don't worry, Nick. There are hacks already for you to be able to delete them. Oh, thank so, God. So, you know, you can't stop Scott and I from sending them to you. <laughs> But you can delete them when you get them. I think it'll be interesting to see some of those big franchises, Marvel and Disney, or Marvel and Star Wars, can probably afford to be like, yes, you have to pay for our amazing content. But it'll be interesting to see how other players do it, like new movies, yep. um, TV shows, like, you know, like where's my Game of Thrones sticker pack sort of thing. Nice. I like it. I'm not plunking down for it, but I see the genius yeah. in it. The one thing that you will like, and it's related, worth saying, is that the the Giphy integration in iMessage for iOS 10 is pretty strong. Like, I think the integration of apps, period, is really cool. Into the... Into the into oh, yeah, because you said there's, like, open table you stuff. Can, yeah, you can, like, book restaurants together. You can you can play games. Like, they, yeah. they've integrated, like, Words with Friends right into iMessage. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So the stickers could just be, like, the thing that we've wasted 20 minutes talking about. But the games and the open table and the gifts will remain. The bottom line is no one wants to, like, write words anymore still. Yeah. Except for me. Except for Nick. And, and, and me. It's funny. I, I, a friend of mine is um, uh, an English professor um, at York University. And I, I write these, like, long paragraph text messages all the time. Perfect punctuation. Like a, like a granddad. And he texts back to me like a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> it's just like, it's just pure emojis. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, exactly. C-R-8. Z-Y. Does he respond to that? Like on like tests and stuff? Like yeah, that? I, don't just like, I don't know. But it's what do like, you think of my essay? Like smiley face. I, I can't tell if he's ahead of the game or just a weirdo. You know? I'm, am I... A, like you're a classicist. Adapt great. or be left behind, basically. That's the. Uh, I think it'll all come full circle. 
Well, I personally enjoy the English language, so I'm going to keep using my words. <laughs> I'll toss in an emoji here and there, but an emoji. You're going to see. You're I gonna, like it. You're going to see. No sticks, though. You're going to see perfect grammar from me in nine out of ten emails. Sometimes I mean, I'm on the fly, and I I might. Miss that's a, what it's for. That's I might I miss a semicolon. Sticker. Well, but you, stickers will just be like, I'm loving it. Will um, Will Siri post a sticker for you? I don't know. Uh, we should ask if we'll, we should try. Yeah, because yeah. that'd be weird. Because I know that like that's that's the one thing I never got into either is like the dictation on for text messaging. Because I just there's so many awesome fails with that. Yeah, <laughs> they could just send some really awkward gifts oh, and yeah. stickies. Well, that was enlightening. Uh, how how do you guys feel about uh, shifting gears a little bit and getting back to? I think. It's not just Nick and I feeling this now. I think Scott's on board. The favorite part of the show, grab bag of digital fun, digital pics, a feast for the senses, and the show and tell of all the things that we liked from the world of digital this week. What do we have to bring our listeners this week? Scott, why don't you kick us off again? I get to kick us off again. Awesome. So um, that just released this week, uh, which is uh, kind of a cool integration, um, is Tinder has partnered with Spotify um, for a feature called, I want to say theme song, but I I think, oh, it's called Anthem. Anthem, uh, That now allows people on Tinder to see and swipe based on your music choices. So the question I post to you guys is, one, um, how do you feel about this Voltron-esque combination of two massive digital companies coming together? And two, what's your Tinder anthem? (laughs) Well, I think, one, I think it's great, because I think I saw in one of the articles, it was just like, this is finally the tool to prevent you from, like, accidentally dating someone who does not like the same music as you. So The headline like, here is Stop Accidentally Dating Nickelback Fans. Yeah, I think I saw one that was about <laughs> about country fans yeah. or like it just works for everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's it's, it's clearly a home run. Amazing. Um, and my anthem would be uh, one for my baby and one more for the road. Uh, the Frank Sinatra version. Ooh, classy classy it also has playlist integration the one piece that does live kind of at the top of people's profiles is like if you want a quick read and you're just looking to swipe it'll have their anthem there what's batting lead off in the nick playlist yeah i think that's the question god it's tough you know but the the one song that really came to mind straight away was d'angelo's untitled how do you feel the best sexy time song of the modern era (laughs) wow wow bar none I like it. What? I like it. How do you follow that up? What? <laughs> a piece of music. I feel from a genius songwriter. I feel like Nick's hitting and on musician. Us. <laughs> There's a lot of sexual tension in this Comcast <laughs> studio right now. Well, it, woo! <laughs> choice number two is Bahamans Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Just a very eclectic. Place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of cash all. <laughs> that should be a default. Well, Scott, since you put us both on the hook, what's yours? Uh, well, first, I, I think it's a great thing that they're that they've come together and they've done this. Um, I think it's it just makes sense. It's one of those things that people who put a lot of stock into something like that that's like the first thing they put into their profile. My likes and dislikes, and the first thing that they mention is is you know it's like a, a song or an album. Um, so I think it just makes sense that they you know you're, they're able to integrate that. 
Um, and then I was thinking about mine and just my music taste and like I don't actually have a huge library of music in my head, but the first thing that came to mind is if I were to fill out a Tinder profile, my anthem would probably just be the theme song to Doogie Howser. <laughs> <laughs> and but what if you got uh, you know all uh, I think it's left swipes that are no. But if you got all no's and then you got to go back to the drawing board and you're like, actually, I, it doesn't matter. I think that would he would he would he would have so many. He would stay the course. No, I, I think he would get so many swipes for that theme song. I think. I think you got to just be be true to yourself. Yeah, is it you not? you would definitely get some uh, enduring nerdy girls for that. You'd get exactly the type of girl that you'd want. Yeah, that's a good point. That yeah. one's so niche. Yeah, that you you'd get someone that fits. I'm picturing like Veronica Mars, but. Uh, Thumbs up from Scott on that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good pick. Great pick. Wow. Uh, great songs, too. Um, so how about I go next, and I'll give you my digital pick. Uh, my pick was just the news this week that finally GoPro is have announced and showed off their drone. So they've been talking about it for, you know, I think almost two years but their new drone called Karma, $799, easy to use, fits in its own little backpack, has a 20-minute lifespan, looks like it's like super easy to like control. It solves all my problems of like wanting a drone, but not knowing which one. You just like brand name of GoPro, they make great cameras, it's the perfect drone for your camera game. Comes in a with a nifty little backpack size, easy to like pop out, pop it out, start playing around with it, and just looks like almost idiot proof. So we need to get one of those. I, I, me personally, I still don't. I'm not. I'm not a drone guy. Like, uh, it'd be cool to have one. I just don't know when I would use it. I, I think it's still a niche market in my mind. Like, it, even even though it's going GoPro, I think it's still. I think it's still like very interested people in that type of technology are going to be the ones that are buying and actually using it. This guy. <laughs> and this guy. Yeah, I you, think you that want one. I want one so badly. But <laughs> um, for me, it's the exact opposite of Scott. It's just for um, taking amazing video and, and photography. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. It's like, um, you know, all the crane shots that you could possibly get, you can get times a million. And, just uh, think of how awesome your Snapchat would be with this. That's all I think See, about all the time. <laughs> if you can snap from a drone, that, that's a totally different thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I, I worked on a film set and there was a, a drone operator and he was doing some pretty cool stuff. So I was trying to ask him some questions and he was just sidestepping all of them. And I realized that he's got a pretty sweet niche gig and he's not trying to tell me any of the answers about how to break into it. So I think that this might be the one for me. This it might seems be, like this might just, be my in. It just seems like the like it's like the entry drone with no hassles of like that you bought some kit that you had to put together or it's wildly too expensive. Like it's exactly what you need it for. And I totally hear Scott's uh, POV on just like when am I going to use this? Well, yeah, I think. I'm not like you, you're not going to use it every day. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm not like like I get it if you're if you're like an avid traveler or if you're like a snowboarder or something. <laughs> um, but I'm just trying to think of like for everyday use and you're in film. So that makes perfect sense as well. Yeah. Right. But like for me, like my, my day can, unless, unless somebody wants to see drone footage of me walking down Adelaide street every day, 
Awesome. <laughs> you could mix it up. You could go down King or Queen. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. better. Richmond, that, that, maybe oh, Richmond every once in a while. Can you imagine that viral video? Yeah. Only, Scott only chooses Richmond Street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you did that every day, though, maybe something interesting would happen. I'd crash it, too. Yeah. That's that's my biggest problem. I, <laughs> like, this one looked like it was like the, the example video was a reporter. I forget. Um, he was from The Verge, and it was super windy up on the top of a mountain. Um, and he said it should have been hard to control, but it was super easy. It just drained the battery faster to keep it stabilized. Wow. Like that's how easy it seemed to be. Like it wasn't hard. And the, the other thing it had that I thought was really cool, would had all the like pre-programming features. So like you could do the like zip line, um, type, shot and it's just a button you press and it just like does it so this is the product that you dip your toes into the uh the drone game drone beginners so enough of all this droning on and on great transition (laughs) what's your pick (laughs) yeah okay so I just googled it article today that (laughs) i'm I'm kidding (laughs) it was at least five minutes ago yeah so I read an article today that uh, said why Facebook is public enemy number one for newspapers and journalism. Come on. I hate to get too heavy here. Always, always hard hitting. But the the you know critics are saying that the trending topics feature uh, narrows users' news agenda by advising or telling them what to read. Uh, evidently, people are bound to follow what whatever is being presented to them on uh, Facebook, and 66% of Facebook users get their news through the site. So I guess I'll start to you guys and asking, do you glean your news, daily news, ever or always through Facebook? I'll, I'll start. Uh, I use Facebook as one of the sources. And, you know, I, I like it mainly because a lot, of the, a lot of my friends read similar types of news, and I trust that. Um, but at the same time, I make a conscious effort to never rely on single sources of news before developing an opinion. Um, so it's like I'm, I use a lot of aggregators and, and all that too. Um, but, and, and I find that I just use Facebook as another one of them. So I like it. I, I like Facebook. Full disclosure, shareholder, so any news of them putting <laughs> other businesses out of order or disrupting the news business just makes their stock more powerful, which uh, today is at $128.64 <laughs> US. Wow, this guy's rich. <laughs> if only I'd bought more than like 20 shares. Um, yeah. My thing on Facebook is that the, the curation of friends I have on Facebook is... I don't necessarily trust their instincts when it comes to sharing Agreed. much of the news content. Um, I don't. It just is the wrong stuff for me, and those are the same people I usually mute because they have baby pictures in it. So I, I don't find that the Facebook's the place where I turn for news. Facebook's the, the, the place where I want to see... Um, the annoying people that are in my life, what they're doing, um, and occasionally give them a thumbs up. <laughs> That's about the extent of, of things. Um, whereas I, I prefer, I've, I've spent a lot of time curating my various Twitter feeds um, or Twitter handles into curating the, the news that I want to get from publications and more 
directly from the source, the writers themselves. So that's how I kind of get get my news um, kind of feeds. I get it faster mm-hmm. just looking through those feeds than I would coming up through the algorithm on Facebook. The, the concern, I think, of, within the algorithm, I think for me, is that, um, you know, the, the American election is a great example because I'm obviously not going to be a Donald Trump supporter. That's just not the demographic that I'm in, nor is it my... What? My, <laughs> no, does he, align, he does not align with my... my, my uh, my leanings or beliefs, but well, you're going to hate our new, uh, um, our sticker pack, our new sticker, <laughs> our new oh, sticker pack man. for making podcasts great again. <laughs> <laughs> and there we are. Another edition. Thank you both. Delightful. Thanks. It was just a delightful time had by all. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. <laughs>